What's up, guys? This is another episode of Life is Cooler with AC. I am your host, Alex Cunningham, and today we have a very good friend of mine, Mr. Levi Elmore. What's up, buddy? Yeah, what's up? It's your boy, Levi, <laughs> a.k.a. Cramjaw Jenkins, a.k.a. the fifth Beastie Boy, a.k.a. Corey out of the house, a.k.a. slightly older gravy. What's poppin'? <laughs> it's going to be really hard to put all of those in the bio. I'm going to be like, fuck, how many were there? <laughs> and you didn't even get Marvin Comedy in there. How the fuck did you oh, miss yeah. that one? I think Marvin Comedy might be getting phased out. Ah, okay. Well, then here, we'll for just, just, just for basic Levi Elmore comedy. We'll scratch that from the record. It's starting to get, uh, it's starting to get a little hard for, for the advertising. When people are oh, like, yeah, I bet. They're like, who the hell is Marvin? And I'm like, look, dude, it was just supposed to be just my YouTube channel at first. And then I was like, oh, it'll be like a production company. Like if I make sketches or anything, it'll be under that like banner. Right, yeah. And then I realized when I, I made these little like postcards when I was doing my merch first attempt, uh-huh. uh, it was just it was just the synergy wasn't there. Right, yeah, and so like I that's kind of that's a oh shit. Uh, could you hear that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've got this. Yeah, this crazy little. Uh, it's today's episode, obviously unofficially brought to you by uh, Flynn's Burger. Ooh. Yeah, uh, Hefeweizen. So Hefeweizen. it's got this. Yeah, it's got this fancy little uh, thing here. So you heard that like pop. That. What are you drinking today? Um, I have sparkling white grape juice. Okay. I, like, do not have any liquor in my house, but I had this <laughs> when I had a friend over to toast who is not drinking right now. So I was. Oh like, well, that's nice. Sure. See, that's and always so hard to not drink. I, dude, I've been trying like legitimately to like cut back on drinking. Because, like, I'm in a new apartment now. I just moved into this new apartment a week ago. Okay, nice. And the bathroom has, like, a really large, like, wall mirror. Uh-huh. And I've never had that before. I've only ever had, like, the mirrors that are, like, in, like, the medicine cabinet. Right. And half of them are so high up that I have to, like, stand on my tiptoes to shave. Yeah. <laughs> that I know I'm sure what that's like. With me on that. Yep. And, uh, yeah, short kings unite, man. Right. <laughs> but, like, I finally have a mirror where I can see my whole body easily. And I got out of the shower the other day, and I just looked in the mirror and went, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I let it get this far. <laughs> your so your joke I, about I, the, the lowercase, uh, what, lowercase b? And, mm-hmm. yeah, like, <laughs> you're like, yeah. oh, shit, that's real. I got to stop it's, this. It's real. It's real now. So I got to uh, – it's time to start doing some more uh, miles on the treadmill and a bit fewer uh, – bags of chips and beers right yeah and no then, that's uh, tough yeah dude i weighed myself i have to lose 21 pounds to get to my weight pre-covid oh really well that's not bad you know so yeah so because well, that's, that's what they said right like the covid 20 like yeah, that's so it's almost exactly because i was it might be like 18 but it's around yeah 18, i was like 140 142 range and i'm like 160 flat right yeah hey that's I not told, bad I told some people that, and they're like, oh, man, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but you're also not, like, five foot one. Like, right, exactly. exactly. If I was four inches taller, I would be fine. Yeah, I'd look great. You know, <laughs> I'd be a fucking perfect slender I just, man. I carry it all, I carry it all right here. So it's like <laughs> normal-looking limbs, and then there's this, like, it's like sticking a bunch of toothpicks into a marshmallow. Like some people, you know, whenever they put on weight, they're like the Michelin man and they get rolls kind of just like everywhere. Oh you're, just, you're just a marshmallow it's in the middle. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, these guys don't know, so we're going to tell them. Uh, what was that? Just a couple years ago, you um, or was that a year ago? Fuck time. It's oh, it's crazy. You, you just my, filmed your, your half yeah. hour comedy special. Uh-huh. That was last July. It was July 21. Okay, yeah, so it's, so, it's yeah, been just over just, a year. Just over a year, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's awesome, and um, we'll put his information down there so you can find it. Um, oh, yeah. I, I was curious, what is your uh, what is your next step? What are you what are you planning on doing now? Yeah, um, I've been honestly, I'll be honest with you, I haven't really been focusing on comedy a whole lot other than just like hosting at, at Tolly's Bar and Grill here in Terre Haute, mm-hmm. um, just because, man, life's been bruh i've been focusing on like just staying afloat yeah i feel you i just got fired today so i get it i get Uh it (laughs) 
<laughs> full-time comedian like yeah dude. you know that is that's the real struggle like people all the time they're like wow it must be hard to balance all of this stuff you know like writing and you know like like yeah yeah it is like you're not wrong yeah you know so it, like i get it but you're still doing that um because I saw that you guys were considering doing uh, once a week, and then you ended up uh, – or I'm sorry, uh, once every other week, but you, you yeah. kept it once a week. We were going to do every other week, and then uh, Tobias uh, approached me, Tobias and Zara, and he was like, well, hey, man, if you just want to host every other week, I'll host on the off weeks. That way you okay. break because that is just like with this move and other things I've yeah. had going on, like personal stuff. I'm just I'm getting drained, dude. Like yeah, I feel work, you. Yeah, you know, I work full time Monday through Friday, eight to four thirty. Right. So like, people are like, "How do you balance that?" And I'm like, I, I sort of, I mean, like, kind of put comedy on the back burner a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to write some new jokes here and there. Like my my next big goal was I wanted to do another special. I think I lost you. You're still oh, there? I'm here. Oh, okay. I you said you've been yeah, kind of putting it, comedy it, on the back burner. It, yeah, it clipped out a little bit for me too. So I I got a little nervous as well yeah no worries but yeah it's just with with work and other things i've had going on like i haven't been like hitting mics out of town uh -huh. uh, like, like the rest of the boys have so i've been kind of like a bit on the wayside but you know like i'm still even on the nights that tobias has been hosting i've been showing up and doing sets and trying to grind stuff out um we just did a show like here in town um at, at the treehouse oh yeah i saw that that's awesome yeah um so like i i Anthony Von Helbert, who I believe you've had on the show, uh, yep. he took video, so I just need to, like, cut my section and upload. Uh -huh. I've been taking video sets, so that's kind of now that— Yeah, that's awesome. A lot of stuff's starting to, like, slow down, thankfully, so now uh, I can start focusing yeah. on comedy again. Um, but, yeah, we got more shows coming up. We're doing one in November at Tolly's. Okay. Uh, which is going to be good. It's going to be me me and the boys, you know, as, as we do, a few out of town. Yeah. So some good things coming up. So I'm hoping to also start hitting out of town mics again and really want to yeah get back at it uh, before we start getting all the ice and snow. So thankfully things are starting to calm down enough that my mental health will allow me to do work and comedy and not have to pick between the two. For sure, yeah, and that's I feel like something that people don't realize that you know, like especially uh, with comedy, it's like you have a certain you know like. I don't want to say image to uphold, but you definitely have like a, a certain, you know, like uh, energy to uphold. Yeah. You know, so like when you're in front of people and, you know, it's like you're you're being crazy and you're doing this and you're doing that, you know, and it's you're the fun guy. You're the you know, like people forget that you're also a normal guy. You know, you're also dealing with shit, you know, so it's kind of hard to like yeah. always put that face on. And then it's like, but also I have to go home and realize that like all of the other portions of my life are kind of failing right now. Yeah, exactly, and that it kind of breeds a little bit of, like, I don't want to say, like, imposter syndrome, but almost a little, because it's, like, you know, the the things where I've been, like, too burnt out to do comedy, and then, you know, I'm not saying even anybody in the comedy group, but, like, other people just in general are like, well, I have this and this and this, and I have kids, and I have to do this. Like, people uh -huh. always have to list all of the things that they have to do. Right. But it's, like... Everyone, the thing that I always try to, like, impart to people, not even to use it as an excuse, is more just, like, encouragement. Uh-huh. Like, everybody's got their own gas tank. Like Exactly. Their gas tanks, you know, they, they use, like, the spoons sort of metaphor where it's, like, you run out of spoons. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes people can take a little more than others. So, like, yeah. if you're struggling, like, don't think just because someone else is out here killing it that it's a failing for yourself. And that's... Right. If I could have given that piece of advice to me when I first started doing this, I probably would have been a lot better off. That's one yeah. thing I've learned the hard way. For like, sure. So and I, Sometimes you need to take a rest, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that, you know, like we, we fail to remember, you know, especially at like our most vulnerable times because, you know, like we're constantly seeing other people, you know, like on social medias and stuff, you know, constantly just thriving, you know, it's because they're not posting the bad days. They're only exactly. posting the good days, you know, so it's very easy to um, kind of get behind on yourself and just be like, oh, you know, hurry the fuck up, do this, do that, you know, but it's like, no, like, it's okay. Take your time. You know, like, whenever you're running and you get out of breath, you don't just keep running. Sometimes it's okay to stop and just be like, all right, I'm going to catch my breath for a second. doesn't yeah. mean you're out of the race. It just means you got to take a breath. Yeah. 
but the the other important part is once you've taken that breath, you, you do need to start at least running a little bit. Again. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. The you problem did. that I've had. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mess and I'll get home from work and be like, man, I need to upload a video or I need to just do like a whatever. I'm gonna play an hour of Skyrim and go to bed. Like it's just one right. Of those, yeah. Like, so like that's what I I really appreciated things like TikTok where I can make like a short form video. Uh huh. Yeah. Because you're on there pretty consistently. Yeah, like in my TikToks, instead of just like even uploading like stand up clips, uh-huh. sometimes tell my jokes in the style of a TikTok because I'm trying to like blend the two that way to kind of like dip my toe in the water a bit. Right. Yeah, for sure. But then you you played on a very good point earlier. You said like, oh, you know, you're that guy on stage, and you're that guy everywhere else. And I my worlds have kind of been colliding a little. Uh huh. Because like I've so Tolly's has their own TikTok account. Okay. And and the owner, Gretchen, uh, had us do, like, a TikTok for the Tolly's thing. And I was right. there hanging out for – because they do karaoke when we're done with comedy. And she asked me to be involved in it. And, like, I, I did the TikTok for her, and I was like, all right, great. And then I have had – I had uh, the guy that works at the Starbucks by where I work and one of my friends who lives on the other side of the country, mm-hmm. like, one other person, all were like – Hey man, I saw you in that TikTok for Tollies. And it's like the friend is fine, but now like people from work when they realize that I do comedy. Uh-huh. Like I, I, I used to always tell people, like, oh, you know, work is work is Clark Kent and that's Superman. Like it's right. It's for the same guy, but you know, it's like I mean, I'm leaving the glasses on, but metaphorically speaking. Right, yeah, for sure. And and I'm starting to realize more and more that that's not really the case always yeah i kind of now need to like reconcile the two i can't just like shut it off and go uh-huh yeah because then it's like obviously i'm not talking smack about my work while i'm at comedy acting like i'm two different people but it's like, right getting that balance and that blend is definitely a weird thing for me because i've always been used to jobs where it's like part-time jobs or like i worked in a call center for a bit so like mm-hmm. My face wasn't in front of people, so it didn't matter. Uh huh. Now, like, I'm in a different position where I'm a bit more like people see me every day in, you know, an office setting. So now it's like, oh, you know, I, I just, it's kind of made me a bit more mindful about, like, yeah. You, you have to watch the like things. The, the image. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, like, that's, that's definitely a hard thing. Um, I was actually talking to somebody today about um, like the the company that I just got fired from. I'm going to keep saying it because it's funny to me. Um, but she was like, they wanted us to post on our own social media, like go into this business and, and buy things. And I'm like, I don't think that they would want me to do that. I mean, I post pictures of titties. Like, yeah. is, is that the person you want to buy mattresses from? Is the, the person that's posting, you know, pictures of titties all over the place? Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like if they had like a corporate account and then you could just do a video. And right. Like, yeah, hey, exactly. Like, yeah. But, no. Yeah. Like that would be the same thing. Like I wouldn't want like, you know, but the people that know us know where I work. But for those that don't, I work for a university in my area. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm I, I work in higher ed. And that's the same thing that I'm very like mindful of. Like, right. Yeah. Whenever I make jokes about like certain things that go on, I always make very clear of like where the joke's coming from because i don't want uh-huh. any reflecting back upon like where i work yeah uh, in your company because i have written jokes about it but a lot of it was from when i was a student because I, uh-huh. I was a student at the place where i work and so i try to make it very much like it's not the butt of the joke but it's like the setting with where the observation takes place right like the for example i you know one of my older ones they changed they, – they were going to change the signs for one of the restrooms to say, like, family restroom, like, all-gender restroom. And I make it seem like I'm being offended at the sign, but it turns out it's just because it was, like, printed out on computer. Oh, yeah. But they didn't put the dots for the Braille. Yeah, I remember Like, they that put one. the dots for Braille on it, but they didn't actually, like – that's a bad way. If you listen to the joke <laughs> – The joke <laughs> is a good joke. On my special <laughs> – yeah, because it's like, oh, I saw this sign and I was offended at this all-family gender restroom sign because they had the dots for Braille, but they didn't give it any depth. <laughs> yeah, they printed it. All. Yeah, I they remember. Printed it. Yeah. Yeah. Now but I it's remember. One yeah. Of those where it's like the university itself is not the joke. It's the fact that like there's one particular sign. Right. Like, to make it where it's like you don't even know if this really happened or not. Yeah, for sure. 
fun for me just to be able to play with that so. yeah well but your stuff i feel like is you know kind of i don't want to say family friendly but you know like it definitely it doesn't toe the line like as much as my stuff does it's you know so yeah it's gotten i've gotten a little bit uh a little bit more frisky stuff where i work but a, a little right bit yeah content there you go you're so yeah see that's like it's funny because you know like I look back, you know, like uh, I can't we didn't start comedy together or anything like that, you know, but I feel like we I was in a, a huge learning process whenever we were doing comedy together. And um, the last year, you know, like since I've been gone, I mean, I totally different person. You know, I mean, you just saw me on stage, you know, uh, oh, yeah. what, a couple months ago and um, totally different from a year ago. You know, yeah. like I was doing five minutes and struggling. Now I just did half an hour. And, you know, yeah. like I, I think it went pretty, pretty well. You were very natural with that half hour too. Thank like you, you. You didn't you didn't feel like you were you were slogging to try to get to the end. Like you had a very clear like defined plan. Or if you didn't, I didn't notice. But right. Like, yeah. And oftentimes having the longer sets is more comfortable. Oh yeah, because it gives you breathing room. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to be like, how do I cram all this shit in five minutes? Because when I did that special, people were like, man, were you like nervous having to do a half hour? And I'm like no yeah no it's like a lot of people like they hear my jokes and they're like man we we love your jokes but they're just so drawn out you have to cram so much in that five minutes so having 30 minutes where i could like be the little long-winded english major that i am Uh uh-huh i can kind of let things breathe instead of having to be like joke 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 all right exactly yep see you later see you next week yeah Yeah. no like it, it it is totally different you know and um there was a point I don't remember uh, who who knows. Um, I was gonna talk about something uh, about growing, you know, uh, obviously not physically. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yes, something we're still working on. Oh, but that's back to my original question. Um, you said you know because we got into uh, you kind of are stepping away right now, but um, you you recorded that and are you going to uh, do another half hour? Is that, you know, like, is that a plan or are you going to um, rework this one? Like what, what, what are you thinking? The, the ultimate goal is I want to do, well, first I was going to like take this one off and put like an actual like title card credits and things on it, make it uh-huh. a little better yeah. uh, and re-upload it. Cause right. I think it's just like the raw footage is pretty much just like what we, right. Do, yeah. So. And that part of that was just because we had some technical things. Like uh-huh. we originally had ideas to have like multiple angles and it, it sometimes like the space and some of the equipment things just didn't yeah. quite, the, the goals were a bit loftier than, than what we had available to us at the time. Uh-huh. Um, but the ultimate goal, yes, is to do another half hour, but this time not just do it as a special for YouTube, but to actually cut it into like an album format. And put it on Spotify. Okay, yeah. So, so like an audio version like of an it. actual audio version. Have the video on YouTube, but actually have a track list. Yeah. Audio version for Spotify. Okay, yeah, so that would be that's great. That's my ultimate next goal right now. Um, and then yeah, I've been talking to a few folks in Indian Bloomington, so I'm gonna uh-huh. really try to start getting back out of town again. And I have a, a dude that I know who's in uh, Illinois. It's about the same distance from here to Bloomington. Okay. That he is in, in where he is in Illinois. Right. And I was going to try to get out there too and start getting out of state and yeah, branching out because that was really the big thing. It's like when I started doing comedy, I've been doing it for eleven years, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like eleven years because the uh-huh. first like three or four were like, you know, it's it's a it's a Mexican restaurant now, but it used to be called the Coffee Grounds. Okay. Yep. And I was I was doing there like Taters and Joe's, so uh-huh. and then Wabash Bar and Grill later. Um. For, for the OGs of, of Terre Haute. Yeah, I did uh, Tater and Joe's. That was my first one. Yeah, so I, yeah. I do stuff there. And then, you know, like, we did shows there. But, like, people were like, oh, yeah, man, you're, you're like, the best comedian here. And for a good two years, I was like, I'm the only comedian. <laughs> yeah, wow, what a compliment. And then, you know, over time, the, the Verve crew started, you know, popping off where you got, you know, Patrick and Timmy Wells and uh-huh. Richard B. Andy Stidham and you know Justin Wood, all these cats just doing their whole thing, um, and then they eventually just kind of brought me into that fold, and then right. 2017 started doing stuff with Hollies, and then here, here we, we are. are. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Like, 
Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really neat to see because, you know, like uh, I've been gone for the, the last year, but um, just seeing so many shows and stuff popping up, like it, it's awesome, you know, because like I, I obviously love comedy and, you know, like the community and, you know, just kind of like the whole the whole shebang, you know. So seeing yeah. so many people um, like I've noticed the Bloomington guys are coming up, you know, like from Bloomington to Terre Haute, yeah. you know, and then like seeing all of those guys, you know, kind of travel together to Indy and, you know, to all these other places like that's awesome because like uh, the, the Bloomington guys used to be like well we're from bloomington and it's like all right like cool you know that doesn't mean shit you know but it's like they kind of had that that mentality you know so like seeing everybody kind of like work together is so much cooler oh yeah and and these guys that we got coming up are, are super chill and when we were really in our like our heyday of like comedy at the verb in downtown Terre Haute, we had a a group of, of bloomingtonians that would come up pretty regularly and they were also really great so it's it's cool to see people from these outer areas sort of coming in and and I mean any any comedy community you're gonna have you know people with differing attitudes like I, a- absolutely I have my own beefs with people from you know indie uh-huh so, man we're we're the best it's like yeah it's like well you're also in Indiana so how about right. we take a breather <laughs> exactly like, you know unless you're like hitting up like you know Chicago LA New York whatever right yeah so, you know like the yeah, comedy hot spots you know and that's that's kind of what I like about us, because people from out of town will come in and be like, "Man, your guys have seen you're like you're not really clicky at all." It's like, well, we're seven, eight guys maybe at most. Yeah, that, just telling jokes. Would call us the scene like we're we're just a group of, of people hanging out. Like, yeah, you know, eight guys, maybe three women regularly doing comedy around yeah. currently. So. A, a non-binary or two in the mix like we're trying to diversify a lot no Terre Haute is not like the oasis of diversity right <laughs> but, you know luckily we're and that's nice because I like having those diverse perspectives as well yeah for sure yeah and it, it's I, nice it, you know it's like how do I like come in because when they just see like seven white dudes talking about how much they want to kill themselves uh uh-huh. it's kind of hard to like yeah but also we're funny too like, yeah funny too that's what I'm saying. I guess what I mean by how do I market that is like how, and maybe being in a bigger sort of area. Like I, I don't know, man. We're just trying to get more more people in. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's like because I somebody had said one time they're like, man, you guys aren't a very diverse group. It's like we're lucky to be a group. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, come on now, so give it, give us some like, credit. We try to market to the local universities and things, but like, yeah, you know, we got a good core group of what we do, and we're really looking to expand. So. Yeah, I just that, I just don't want anybody to be turned away when they just see us and be like, man, I'm not like those guys. I couldn't go do that. It's like, no, we want we want people who don't think like us because we want to hear new stuff. That was the best like marketing uh, from corporate I've ever heard. We're we're really good core group of guys. We're just trying to diversify. <laughs> I was like, am I being pitched a job right now? Yeah, <laughs> That's, but. But no, we're for... hard. We play hard. <laughs> we we're just a family know. here. By God, if, if if old Patty Eaton writes another five minutes, I'm pizza party. Pizza party for all, for all eight of us. We'll all get a slice, you know, because money is also tight here at corporate. We'll get a couple but... of Little Caesars hot and ready. <laughs> but no, like for real, and, and like it is hard because uh, you know, like we're putting on our own shows and everything, and uh, we're actually uh, like booking a show like right now. And I've reached out to a few people, but like one thing that we don't ever uh, do is we don't ever do shows that don't have females on it. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because females are already in the comedy world. They're already shit on because there's not a lot of them, you know, so then it's really yeah, exactly. easy to push them around and make them feel inferior. And like, that's not what we want at all. You know, like we want more women to do comedy. So, um, you know, like, obviously I can't put on like an all female show cause I'm not a female, you know, and I'm always going to be on my shows cause I'm still a dickhead, you know, but it's Very like, but I still, I want to make sure that we're giving everybody uh, an option and even for the crowd, you know, like you can't do a show that's like, it's all white dudes because we all are going to have very similar perspectives, you know? Yeah. So having that's the point I was trying to make way more eloquently put than me, just <laughs> I feel like I just like word diarrhea all over what I was trying to say. So thank you for saying it better. Yeah, no worries. I, I was, I just wanted to relate to the audience. I, I was translating from like smart people talk to like, you know, just idiots. This is how we talk, you know? Yeah. 
Like, so, but no, like, exactly. Like, we have to, you know, like, continue to grow the, the community, you know, and to, to give the audience and everyone involved a good show. Because at the end, like, like that's what you want. You want everybody to leave and be like, wow, that was really good. You know, if everybody's like, wow, everybody was just the same fucking person on repeat, you know, like, that sucks. You know, like, it sucks for the comedians because it's like, oh, man, can't use that joke now because someone else already used it, you know. And then, like, it just, it makes it a, a, a very strange um situation you know for everyone involved yeah and and luckily that doesn't always happen with us thankfully uh-huh. but, you know i there is some overlap like a like a, a a few of the guys and i have had certain ones where it's like oh i just wrote a new bit and then we'll get off stage and be like oh crap that's like three quarters of the thing that you just said like uh-huh. and like we'll get up there and go oh now i can't do this joke yep exactly but yeah the thing <laughs> is we at least have those certain things that set us apart so uh-huh. things, like you're never gonna hear a set between like just to use again examples of people that have been on the show make sure you watch the other episodes <laughs> like comment and subscribe right now Ring that bell smash that like button engagement my dude right exactly like, that's my that's my biggest you're not downfall hear a set between like me anthony von helvet and patrick eden that's always the same uh-huh. because you know obviously redos with very different experiences right it's but just it, it's hard when you come from the same place though you know yeah. like you like that makes it very very difficult that's i'm lucky that like around here everybody is from like kind of a different place you know so you have people who are like oh yeah what it was like growing up in you know like philadelphia oh this person what it was like growing up in mexico you know so it's like two totally different places you know like of course they're going to have similar similar experiences but it's never going to be identical you know and then like they obviously use their own life and you know like perspectives to change those experiences and that's where comedy comes from yeah it's very much yeah exactly but and then yeah, you get that other side where it's like, yeah, you know, in a town like this, you know, Terre Haute being a, a mid-sized sort of, you know, town. Uh, you know, Tobias and I just had this happen a couple months ago where it's like we both had stuff about how dudes with diesel trucks are just uh-huh. assholes. So it's yep. like, yeah. You know, so how, yeah. How many times can you talk about, you know, finding a meth pipe in a Speedway gas station bathroom? Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. Gonna get some like, overlap there. Yeah, like the audience is going to relate, but you're also you're you're going to start digging into some things that some other people have said, you know. So it makes it difficult. Um, have you watched uh, some? Uh, yeah, you you've watched Tobias and uh, did you watch Patrick's episode? I watched Patrick's. Yeah, I watched Patrick's and I watched Anthony's. Okay, so um, the what we do is we have uh, questions from the audience, so we're going to do yeah. a couple uh, from from the icebox. They're always just fun, just you know, kind of break up like. Like, not everybody loves listening to, you know, like, about comedy 24-7, so we're just going to see what we got here. All right, yeah, let's go for it. All right. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, So I have to uh, do a uh, preamp to this. I think that's how you say it, uh, to this question. They... People have counted how many times I've talked about uh, Hitler in this podcast, and it's become... It's like, you know, Seinfeld, how he's got Superman in every episode? Yeah. Yeah, so apparently mine's Hitler, and I don't know how, but this this question is, is Hitler in heaven? Oh, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's a good question. No, it's it's like little Nicky. He's getting a, getting a pineapple. He's getting a pineapple? 100%? 100%. But see, so this is what's fun. This is where I love this question because I've had to ask this question uh, before because we, you know, like we we're, we recycle. Um, so if you, if you're, if you're with us now, go ahead and ask some questions down in the comments because we need some more questions. Um, but I'm going to ask you to, uh, to back up why you think he's in, in hell. Uh, well, I'm, I'm low key atheist, so I don't really believe in a lot of it, but I feel like just if they're even beyond that, I feel like a special hell would just be created for Hitler. For just Hitler? Just Hitler. Like if okay. nobody else like if everybody's like if it all just like ends and nothing happens after that, Hitler's still got himself like a little he He's still like in a box. He's still got like a little pineapple that's being shown. He's, <laughs> he's still got the pineapple. Okay, so let's um you don't think that he would share a room with like uh Joseph Stalin? 
I feel like actually they would, but it would be like a 90s sitcom where they would have like a tape down and be like, you stay on your side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like that is their hell. They're just, they never that's stop true, fighting. That's, that's the whole thing where it's like Hitler, Hitler really is seen as like the worst. The one, there's, yeah. There's so many people that also killed millions. Well, I mean, uh-huh. like, not on the scale of Hitler. But, but but responsible, you know, like for it, yeah, yeah. But then think about, you know, like Hitler never like physically killed somebody, but you have like Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah, you know, and like, do you think Jeffrey Dahmer is in the same room as Hitler? I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer might like to shove the pineapple in Hitler's ass. That's true. Well, yeah, I mean, it would add it would add some flavor a little. That's what I'm saying. So, little, but would that oil, a little brown sugar, you know? Would that be hell at that point, or would Dahmer be in heaven? That's the thing. I think Dahmer, that would see, and now now we're getting into this weird, like, metaphysical, like— That's what is, I'm saying. Is heaven, like, your personal heaven? Or Maybe is it your—yeah. Your personal heaven is eating Hitler's ass. Yes, with, with roasted, and probably roasted, I would assume, pineapple yeah. on on his asshole. Yeah. Like a glazed, like, Hitler honey ham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Hitler Spiral honey ham. Like, yeah. Dahmer's, like, watching Peter Cottontail ready to make, like, <laughs> Easter dinner. He's <laughs> got just a slab of Hitler cheek. <laughs> he said, I told you I'll let you go kill more Jews. Yeah. We just have to get one more slice. If, if there is a hell, I'm going to it after that sentence that I after- <laughs> so, I'm going to hope. <laughs> well, if there is. But like, think hey, about what are you in for? <laughs> well, <laughs> he said, "Well, those guys over there that are fucking each other, uh, they're kind of responsible for it, so I they made put a joke me here." About it on my friend's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy to see that I was correct. That's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, that would be satisfaction of a job well done. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the pinnacle of your comedy career. You're like, I fuck, I was right. It was funny, but I was correct. Yeah. <laughs> But see, like, that's what's so, like, it's interesting because, you know, like, Dahmer's a big thing right now. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's been a big thing for a while, but, you know, like, with, with the new Evan Peters version, um, it is very, very interesting to see, like, the take on that, uh, on Jeffrey Dahmer. Because, like, yeah. he had fans and, you know, like, all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, like, so, so like, he obviously, it, you know, like, if... If there's a hell, like, I would assume that he went there, but so many people were proud of him and loved him, you know, much like Hitler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get that, and you get, like, Charles Manson, same way. Yeah, exactly, and again, somebody who never actually physically killed someone, you know, so, like, what, what, are, what are the stipulations, you know, like? Well, that's the thing, yeah, because, like, if you're gonna, you know, get into that case, then, like, if we're, if we're playing by those rules, those are the criteria, then... J- Knock, knock. Who's there? It's George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you're going to play by by those rules, yeah. technically, knock, knock, it's everyone. You yeah. know, Be, like that's I, I was uh, at work uh, a few weeks ago. And some lady, uh, she she bought off of me, and um, she was like, but before I give you the money and pay for this order, I just have to know, do you know our Lord and Savior? jesus christ and i was like i've heard of him don't personally know him but you know like I've, I've heard of him you know and she hands me this pamphlet and it like i open it up and inside it's like you're a sinner you're going to hell and i was like okay well i mean yeah like that's fitting i'm just don't know how this lady knew but then like it it goes through all of these things and it talks about you know like how you have to repent or you know like you you have to to, to, you have to accept before you know so you're already doomed to hell so technically aren't we all on our way except for those you know few people who who found salvation pretty much i mean they do say you go to heaven for the climate and hell for the company yeah Uh, see you know there's there's a i was i was raised raised uh pentecostal when i was like 12 13 i looked at my mom i was like i don't want to do this no more because nothing instills complete anxiety in a child than him being at the age of six and basically being told that he and all his friends are going to burn and fire <laughs> for eternity after the Lord sends a giant fireball down. And then if you don't have this mark on your wrist, they're going to cut your head off. And like, Pentecost, they really love that book, Revelations, man. They yeah. For that. But like, there's a passage in the Bible that says, like, it's, it's as easy as getting a camel through the eye of a needle. 
I think is what how it kind of yeah yeah right getting into game. heaven yeah yeah so like we're already we're it's already working against us man. yeah that's but what like, I'm saying you know so it's like is Hitler in hell probably yeah. but like would it be better to hang with Hitler than to you know chill with Jesus like that's what I'm saying you know well, like and, well and here's the other thing too. We've obviously never been there. I mean, like I've, you know, I've, I've been in Ohio before, so I right, <laughs> kind of. Are we going off like Dante's Inferno? Are there multiple levels of hell? Right. Like, yeah. See Hitler, like you know, like it'd be like, how are you hating from outside the club? You can't even get in. Right. Like, exactly. You know, like like you wave down at him. Like ring number three, getting like eaten by Cerberus, or like right down like in the basement with him and Judas. Like, exactly. Or or would you have to wave up at him? Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. It, did you get it? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, yeah, I just I had did. to. I just. I just, no, I, I, I just, I just, I just trying to sure. trying to move past it. <laughs> I was just like, man, if that's what you want to do. He said no. He said I'm fucking out. Almost like Bobby De Niro is about to be like. <laughs> that's, that's, only, that's like one fifteenth of a Bobby De Niro impression. So. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I like Bobby. It. We go golfing on weekends. That's great. Right, yeah. No, well, w- when you said Bobby De Niro, I was like, does Robert De Niro have a fucking brother? And then I was like, wait a minute. Nah, I'm just stupid. You know, I heard somebody else refer to him as that, like, in a bit. So then I started doing it. And yeah, one time I said that, and one of my friends was like, fucking get dinner with him on weekends? Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's just, I guess people call him that. Yeah, that's just what he goes by, you know, like with his friends or whatever. But, <laughs> but uh, no, you just said something that, fuck, I can't remember. But, uh, oh, yeah, that, that moving past the Hitler stuff. We're, yeah. again, yeah, we're not done. Uh, that, <laughs> this was the whole thing that you're like, I can't have my work and the people at work see me talk about certain things. Hitler's probably one of them. So I hope that you share this with all of your friends. I, I will. I think as long as I can say very well Hitler's in hell he's a bad he was a bad man I've talked to a few like supervisors in the past that I've had and they're literally like honestly we don't care what you do as long as you're not up there like being like oh this place sucks don't go there no 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 yeah and I'm not gonna do that because I like having a job yeah for sure yeah and like having insurance and money for food yeah it's it's I feel like it's really easy. I mean, like I've held jobs, you know, like uh, my entire comedy career. Yeah. and I don't ever mention my job. Like I'll talk about like experiences sometimes, but like not not yeah, even exactly. really, you know, like a lot of times it's just like the the thing that you have to worry about is like the other day, I had uh, some people in in my work, and like I was giving them a hell of a deal. And they were like, "Wow, this is like, why are you doing this?" And I was like, "Because I know you've got the YouTube app." And they were like, yeah. And I was like, and I know that it's really easy for you to subscribe to my YouTube (laughs) channel. And so they did. And the wife found me on Instagram and she was like, oh, I found you on Instagram. And I was like, oh, feel free to follow me. And I was like, but maybe don't while you're here. And she was like, why? Because of the titties? And I was like, oh, you already saw them? Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, go ahead and follow me then. You know, but it's like, so maybe, you know, like there, there is that. But like I always, I always tell my jobs, I'm like, just so you know, this is part time. I'm a full-time comedian, you know, so, like, what happens here really doesn't fucking make a difference to me. Like, this is just to pass the time while, you know, like, I'm waiting for my career to to yeah. pick up some speed, you know, gain some momentum. Yeah, I've I've largely been the opposite of that. Yeah. It's like, I, I like doing comedy. I really need this job. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. It makes it, I, it I, makes it tough. It's, it's very much like, you know, sometimes people be like, oh, don't quit your day job, kid. Right, you know, like <laughs> insultingly, and I'm like, no, I would, I don't want to quit my job yeah, at no. all. I would really uh, prefer, and because like I like where I work, so I'd really like to, you know, stick around for a bit. If that's cool. <laughs> yeah, and like that but makes I know sense. That's not always the case, because that's that's where I was last year. I was in a job, and it was, you know, not great at all. And uh-huh. then I quit, and then that's when I did the special, and I was like. I'm just gonna try to be a full-time comedian, and then I went like three months coasting off of like money I had in my bank account. Uh huh. And uh, so don't do what I did, which is basically just turn into the dude from The Big Lebowski, getting up at like 2 p.m. in a bathrobe, <laughs> being like, 
all right, man, I'm going to put in two apps in Indeed and then do nothing. <laughs> so, And you're way more driven and have a goal and plan than I. So I don't think you'll have any problems. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, it's like it, it's it's funny, you know, because like you don't ever you, you never know what somebody's goals are. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it, like I, I've met people in, in comedy and they're like, I just want to be a great host. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I fucking hate hosting, you know, and they're like, no, nah, it's just I love hosting. And like I'll host anything. I'll host a fucking kid's birthday party like I don't care. And I'm like, that's awesome. You know, like and it's neat to know that like other people's goals are different than mine, you know, and it's, it's totally fine. You know, not everybody, not everybody wants to do, you know, the same thing, just like, uh, you know, in life, you know, like not everybody wants to be a doctor. Like that doesn't mean that you're bad because you don't want to be a doctor, you know? So it, it is really yeah, weird. You're right. <laughs> Listen, he's not going to be a doctor and Hitler is in hell. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's figured it out. Poor I mean, look, Levi. That's that's all a mother can ask for sometimes, you know. <laughs> that's all anyone that's all anyone can ask for out of their life. It's like when you get to the end, be like, Do I believe Hitler's in hell? And what is I the best open mic <laughs> now bi weekly comedy host? By <laughs> the at Tolly's bar and grill. <laughs> I, I joint custody with Tobias over the <laughs> Yeah, because they stopped doing it at the verb, didn't they? We we did, yeah. Oh, I say they, right. yeah, it's you guys. I mean, yeah, it was, and it was just largely, I mean, just, we were doing it on Sundays, and that just wasn't a good time for a lot of people, so, like, it got to the yeah. point where we didn't even have comedians showing up a lot. Right, yeah, so that's tough. Just like, and that's when Tobias approached me, he was like, hey, man, we're probably going to be, like, fading this out. He was like, that way, like, if you want me to host, we can keep tallies every week, and I was like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah, I that's great. Tobias, you know, knows how to do it from how uh -huh. So it's because I have a couple of people were like, why don't you just like shuffle around the hosting duties, let like a different person host every week. And I'm like, because I can't trust you guys enough to show up and stay the whole time. Exactly. Yeah, you for know, sure. Like I, I, I like them, but it's nice that Tobias is a very reliable, you know, unless something comes up like. Uh-huh. Which he'll let you know. It's not just going to be like a no show. Open mic. It's really important that you're there every week. So the Uh-huh interesting gig knows that you're gonna be there exactly yeah no like it's crazy because like i do this uh mic like i go to it, i don't do it um but i go to this mic every wednesday and it's a revolving um host you know every week it's somebody yeah. different you know you sign up and it's crazy how many times that we've had comedians sign up and just not fucking show up and then you know yeah. it's like they like I'm there every week and like I I they do showcases every weekend and like I've I've been on the showcases several times and stuff so like they know me very well in there so a lot of times I'll be like hey we don't know who's gonna host because the host never showed up so like you want to host and it's like I guess you know but like I I'm just I hate hosting so much well and, and also to walk back something I said earlier I love all my comedians they're great again <laughs> we have a small enough group that they're gonna be like hey you pitch I'm yeah yeah, I, I know you you're all. talking about me. I love you all. No. Um, but yeah, dude, I that's that would be kind of a nice goal of where I'd like us to get to, where we can get big enough to the point where we can start being like, all right, yeah, we're going to do like, you know, host and showcase and and try to make that work. The Yeah. The only thing is if we were to get big enough, we'd have to maybe do it an hour earlier because, yeah, you know, it, it, with karaoke pretty much immediately following. Right. Capping the list, though. The, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I've noticed, like, around here, people will cap the list. They'll be like, nah, like, it's show up and go up, you know, but you got to make sure that, you know, and, like, you can't have a bunch of people signing you up because as soon as, like, I told people, like, if I was running a mic and I had somebody sign up, you know, like, that wasn't there, they had somebody else write them down and they didn't show up, your ass is not getting on my stage again. Yeah, dude. You know, like you're wasting my time. You're wasting the time of the the venue and other comedians, and you're disrespecting it. You know, like so you just you, you, once you lay down some solid ground rules, it's like fuck that. You know, like people will either a start to show up because they want to be there, or they'll be like, nah, I know that I can't make it, so I'm not going to waste their time because I don't want to not have the opportunity. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's again something that i'm glad we haven't we haven't had to worry about yet yeah for sure the only times people will ever like message ahead and be like hey can you put me on is when they're like you know hey we're driving in from bloomington but yeah we're traffic you know and they'll message yep. me directly and be like hey, for sure totally so, different 
yeah, yeah. It's totally different but it's again it's one of those things where it's like we should be so lucky as to have a capped list and not have a few people show up yeah yeah but like it's i think it's coming you know like i, I ter- terra host popping be. off you guys are doing a lot, you know, and like, yeah, man, I, and I'm really hoping it gets more people out to mics. I want to, like I said earlier, I want to start marketing to local universities more um, and get get some of the the younger the younger blood that might stick around, you know, for a couple. Yeah. Of years, uh, while they're doing, you know, stuff at, you know, the the different. I mean, we have what two major universities. Well, meet, you know, two two full universities and uh-huh. act and you know the other various you know the surrounding area things going yeah on. so we definitely got uh, a good a good bit of people so i'm hoping that uh with these shows that are popping off especially the ones that like chair hope brewing seem to be uh-huh yeah you know, patrick's got one coming up here later this month i think on october 28th yeah i think yeah somewhere right in there yep and then the ones that we've done at treehouse we had a pretty good turnout for the, the that's treehouse awesome show that we did recently too so i'm hoping that really uh, encourages more people to get out because you know, it, it again from having lived in this town. You know, the biggest mantra is like, "Oh, there's nothing to do here." Yeah. Nothing to do, and then it's like, I mean, I know comedy is not everybody's bag, but like, it's something to do. We're it's something cool. to do. Yeah. I mean, get a few drinks, get some food, sing karaoke. Yeah. After, like. Exactly. Yeah. Just spreading the word. Yeah. And it's also kind of now that we're getting into the fall because we've had the new concert venue, the mill. Uh-huh. They've been doing shows a lot and then other like bands and things. I'm hoping also now that the the colder weather and just other like outdoor bigger events are starting to sort of taper off. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they'll be looking for that inside stuff. Half the time when we had a, a slow night like over the summer, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know. This, this so-and-so is playing at the mill and everyone's uh-huh. here watching like 38 special and it's just like so that's that's the other thing too it's like it's nice to see it's a it's nice to see more things happening but also it's like it's ruining my life right yeah it's a double-edged sword yeah for sure but like you said you know like just getting people involved and people wanting to even go out and support you know like that is kind of the biggest uh, obstacle yeah. So other people are kind of paving that way for you, you know, because then they will be looking for those other things to do. And then just getting, you know, like kind of making sure that the community is aware is going to be, you know, like the the biggest hurdle. And I mean, that's anybody, everybody's hurdle is just, you know, like letting people know that this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think we're definitely on our way there because the people that do show up, they always seem to have a pretty good time and and they're really liking it. So I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah, no, and that's great, man, and and I'm super happy to see it too because you know, like obviously, like I'm from I'm a Hoshan, you know, through and through, you know, so like just to see uh to see the community and you know like the comedy and just everybody kind of come together, you know, like and and uh support and partake and you know like it's just it's it's awesome to see, you know, so like I'm happy you guys are still pushing through it. Yeah, definitely, and you know it's it's one of those things where. The support we've had has really made all the difference between, yeah. you know, obviously, Tolly's where we do our open mic, and then, you know, different local businesses and, and events supporting us, you know, the opportunities we've had between Terre Haute Brewing Company and the, the local vinyl record store, and, you know, like, Tobias and I performed at Terre Haute's first Pride Festival. and mm-hmm. Yep, I yeah, saw that. That's awesome. It's been really good that, that people are taking notice, and they're really, yeah. they're, they're, it's to the point where they're reaching out to us now. With, right. Not just please put us on this. Uh-huh. People yeah. are approaching us and saying, hey, we'd like to have some comedians. What do you yep. think? Yeah, and that, so that's a great position to be in. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's definitely, it, it gives me hope for, for where we're headed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, it, we've been, we're almost at an hour. Um, so yeah, like I like to keep it right at an hour. Yeah, I know it's good. Like that's, I, I, I love this and talking to all my friends and, you know, it was great chatting with you. I know, um, when I was in town, we didn't get to talk too much, you know, cause I was just super busy, but, um, I'm glad we got to catch up, man. And, um, before I forget, drop your socials, let them know where to find you. Yeah. You can find me on uh TikTok, which is, it's tis, T-I-S. Yo boy, we buy and boy is B O I. Um, I I have a Marvin comedy, uh, TikTok. I'm I'm phasing that out, um, to maybe make that just like a Terre Haute comedy TikTok. So nice to that. Um, but yeah, tis yo boy, we buy on TikTok. I'm um, just trying to boost that presence. 
you have to have a thousand followers to go live i have like 825 nice that's awesome that over a thousand then i'll do a tiktok live from one of our comedy shows and hope we don't get banned for (laughs) saying things about hitler having a pineapple (laughs) show by jeffrey dahmer um you can find me on youtube at marvin comedy and that is where my uh recent stand-up clips will be posted as well as my half hour special um and then also on Facebook, my page is Levi Elmore Comedy and Stuff, because I made it when I was like a sophomore in college, and I didn't <laughs> know of any other name to give it. But so those are definitely the three places that um, you can find me the most for comedy content. And thank you if you do decide to follow and stick around. And you know, thanks to anybody that watched this, and thank you for having me on, man. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for being on here. And uh Honestly, like, I know it's okay to take a breath, you know, so, like, I just hope that when, you know, like, uh, when you're caught up, you know, like, you just jump back in it because, you know, you're, you definitely keep the Terre Haute comedy scene alive, you know, and so, like, I, I love to see it, but uh, thank you so much for being on here and for, you know, sharing, you know, it's just some some comedy talk, man. I fucking love comedy, so, yeah, you know, I, I truly do appreciate it. I always love talking to you, you know, it's... One of these days, you know, we just stand on each other's shoulders and we can be a full-size comedian and a train. <laughs> so. Like the Monstars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I always, like it. I always appreciate talking to you, you know, even if it's just like to say hi and just see what you've been doing, watching you killing it out there. So thanks for having me on, man. I really yeah. appreciate talking to you. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for watching. Check him out. Super funny. Levi Elmore. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh.